A few years ago, someone very close to me died, and it felt like a dream. It felt like I was watching a movie of people being sad, and I was a character in that movie. It felt like it wasn't real. I kept waiting every single day to just wake up from this dream, to wake up from the dream and then have reality kick back in, where the tragedy didn't happen, where the death didn't happen. It can feel, it, I remember it felt like life was you know, losing its meaning and its color a little bit. Like I was seeing life in a little bit of black and white because something so tragic had happened. And the search for answers was like pushing a rock up a hill. Very futile. Didn't find a lot of answers. Now I want you to think of a tragedy that's happened in your life. A super, super strong hardship. A challenge that you've gone through that felt like was just too incredibly hard to bear. Close your eyes if you have to, but think of that moment. You can envision the feelings, right? You can feel those feelings that you had. You can feel like you're almost right back in the situation, right? Like the, the emotions can kick right back into us. So you're probably thinking of this moment of that time, of that season of your life, and you feel like you're almost there. And maybe it was because you had a really bad relationship that ended. Maybe it's because you were bullied. Maybe a death happened. Maybe someone very close to you um, doesn't, want to like, like you anymore, doesn't want to love you anymore. Maybe you didn't get into that school you wanted to. Maybe you didn't get accepted into that group that you were trying to join and you felt like you were being isolated from people that you loved and respect and wanted to be a part of. So you're thinking of these moments, right? And it's very, very, very easy to kick back into those emotions because the grief can feel like, you know, you're, it, it's collapsing in on your chest. You know, the grief can feel like it's you know, crushing you from the inside and it has like a physical feeling, grief, you know, feel, you can feel it physically. And you, maybe those feelings are isolating. You felt like you were alone. Maybe you feel like you're alone right now and no one can understand what you were going through. No one could understand what you've been through. No one can understand the pain that you're feeling right now. We've all been there, right? We've all had those feelings. You're thinking of one right now. I'm thinking of one right now. Now that we're all sufficiently sad, bummed out, and depressed, why am I talking about this? It brings me to the title of this episode, which is, Where is God when bad things happen? Where is God in the tragedies in our lives? Where is God when there's hardships that we can't even bear? Where is God when bad things happen to good people? Where is God, where is his presence, where is his all-loving power in our lives when things are just collapsing in on us, when they're imploding. This is known as the problem of evil, which has been discussed in philosophical circles for thousands of years. And it basically boils down to this point, which is why does God let bad things happen to good people? So why am I talking about this? What is the point of this? Well, maybe some of you saw the recent tragedy with the Titan submarine that went searching for the Titanic and how it imploded. And it is such a tragedy. Um, and to catch anybody up who hasn't seen it or doesn't really know much about the story, I'll give a quick recap. Basically, there was this company that would do underwater tours of the ocean in a submarine, this kind of homemade submarine by this private company called OceanGate. And one of their big trips was to go see the, the, the ruins of the Titanic, the sinking ships, ship of the Titanic in the ocean, in the bottom of the ocean. And uh, about six people went on this trip recently, a few weeks ago. And, um, you know, there was some concerns about the safety of this 
excursion and the safety of the tools and the safety of the materials used to go down there. And basically what happened is that the the submarine imploded and it you know basically blew up underwater and they're all gone all the people on the trip and it's it's a tragedy and people were following along and we were saying prayers and we were trying you know trying to intercede to God and say God please keep these people back bring them back safe to us but in the end a senseless tragedy happened they're not with us anymore they went down on a fun trip an adventure of a lifetime and it cost them their lives. They are not with us anymore. It is a tragedy. It is very, very sad. And firstly, I'd just like to say to all the friends and family of those lost on the Titan submarine, sorry for your loss. This is incredibly sad. It is senseless. Um, so sorry. I and we will be praying for you. And we hope that you can find solace and peace in this time of tragedy. And, you know, I say that to then lead me into the point, which is like, how can we make, we make sense of tragedy? How can we find God in these moments of, of utter despair? As I was researching for this a little bit, I came across Catholic Answers, which is always a great resource for all things of our Catholic faith and answers to questions. And they give a great contextualization of tragedy and the problem of evil. And they say, the problem of evil is the greatest emotional obstacle to the belief in God. It doesn't just feel like God should let people suffer. If we were God, we think we wouldn't allow this. And I think that is so true, which is like the emotional aspect of tragedy puts a block between us and God. It is hard to like be in control of our emotions and to make sense of tragedy. And we're human. We're broken. So we'd like to point fingers and we like to blame people. And we blame God a lot of times for the tragedies in our lives. We blame God for the extreme challenges in our lives. That that That's a hurdle that we all go through. We've all had that experience, right? We've all had those experiences of tragedy and we've all asked the same question. Why God? Why did this happen? Why did this happen to me? You know, the pain can be so intense where you keep asking these questions. You say, why me? Why, why could this have ever happened to me? God, if you loved me, why would you let this happen to me? But let's remember at the beginning of the episode, you were thinking of a story, a story of tragedy in your life, a story of extreme challenge. So was I, and everyone has one. We all go through these moments of tragedy and challenges in our lives. We all go through moments of grief in our lives. It's actually something that we all experience. In the human experience, it's like we all are experiencing grief in some way. I don't experience going to... Um, you know, Russia, I don't experience maybe what it's like to hit the game winning basket at the NBA finals. Although I wish, you know, I don't experience what it's like to, um, you know, uh, live in the Pacific Northwest, but grief. Yeah. I've experienced that. And so have you, it's something that we all experience and actually unites us. So how can we make sense of this though? So let's get into how God fits into this grief and to tragedy and fits into the picture of the Titan submarine and like, why would that happen? It's so incredibly terrible to see such a tragedy. Where does God fit into all this? Where is God in this? Well, number one, a really hard truth is that God doesn't promise only good times. In fact, Jesus promised that there would be challenges. Jesus said, hey, whoever wants to follow me is gonna have to pick up his cross and follow me. You know, the cross, that's the symbol of Jesus dying on the cross. That's the symbol of the cross. 
And we have to pick up a cross every day and follow Jesus. So Jesus not only doesn't promise only good times and saying, hey, I'm God, so everything's going to be great and dandy. He actually says, hey, get ready because there are going to be some storms. There are going to be some challenges in your life. And that is like a hard truth to admit. It's a hard truth to accept in our lives that I'm going to have challenges. Like life's pretty good right now, but in sometime soon, whether it's in a month, a year, five years, 10 years, there's going to be something that I'm going to go through that's going to be so challenging. And I'm going to say, God, why? I'm going to ask those questions. Why is this happening to me? And so are you. You're good. Sometime soon, I don't know when, you're going to experience something that's going to put you on your hands and knees begging God, why is this happening to yourself? It's going to happen. And a lot of times we want God to just be like the magic man. Hey, God, turn this problem into a good thing. Hey, God, turn my, you know, tragedy, just put a magic wand to it, pull a rabbit out of a hat and make it all go away. We want that. I know I want that. Man, do I want God to just be a magician for me sometimes just to duff, you know, a magic wand onto the hard things in my life and make everything good and dandy. I want that. Unfortunately, Jesus is not a magician. Even though maybe we want him to be, he cannot just pull a rabbit out of a hat and make our lives perfect. But he is always there for us. He's the only one in our lives who is going to be there calling us on, telling us, hey, even in hard times, draw closer to me. So he doesn't promise hard times. So, I mean, he doesn't promise perfect times. There's going to be hard times. So what do we do with those hard times? Well, part of Catholic spirituality is the unification of suffering and the offering of our suffering. That means that basically we can actually take the challenges in our lives, the hard times, the tragedy, offer those up, offer up the pain spiritually, offer it up to God to use. Now, when we unite our suffering to Jesus on the cross, um, it doesn't always make it perfectly better at that moment. But a part also of offering our suffering up to Jesus is that it takes the attention off us. And in the hardest moments when we can think of other people and love other people, that is Christ-like. In our deepest moments of sorrow and grief, if we can offer our suffering and take the, the gaze not inward and on ourselves and think about other people, that is being like Christ. That is the model of Christ. So when Jesus says, be perfect like my father, that is an example of, of being perfect. That is an example of saying, hey, all of my emotions, all of my intellect, all of my rational logic, everything is pointing to me saying, this is so terrible. I wanna feel so much pity. I feel so bad. And I just want to wallow in this grief. But to be able to take your suffering, pray on it, offer it to Christ, that is Christ-like. That is being like Jesus. And it's very, very hard, but that can work wonders. That can work wonders when we unite our suffering. We can offer up our suffering. It helps then put in perspective that we're not alone in this world. Remember the tragedy? Maybe you felt like you were alone. Remember at the beginning we were thinking that story? Well, actually... Part of grief and tragedy is that we're not alone. We actually all experience this and we can lean on each other, which brings me to the next point, which is how do we deal with this? We have to lean on each other during times of tragedy and grief. Our communities need to be rocks for those who are going through suffering, not only in our communities, but also be rocks for people who maybe aren't in our churches. We need to be rocks for people 
out who are suffering in the world, who are going through grief, who are going through tragedies. We need to raise money. We need to offer food. We need to offer our homes. We need to go the extra step to reach out and be support, be supportive for people during times of grief and times of suffering. Because, you know, think about, we need to lean on each other. We are the hands and feet of Jesus. Jesus has no physical body on this earth right now. We are that physical body. We are Jesus's hands. We are Jesus's feet. So if Jesus is going to comfort the sick, comfort the dying, and comfort people spiritually, well, remember that physical pain we feel? Remember that physical need we have to deal with our grief? We are Jesus's hands and feet to help with people grieving, to help with people during tragedy. So if you see someone suffering, someone going through a tragedy, someone grieving, and you're asking, why is God not there comforting them? Let's maybe ask the question, why are we not there comforting them and offering support? Because maybe actually we are going to act as Christ's proxy to give comfort to people during times of grieving. We are actually the ones physically there to offer a meal, to hug the person, to be there, to listen, to be the shoulder to cry on. So if we are going to say, hey, God, where are you? Why are you not there? We also need to take responsibility for our role in supporting our brothers and sisters who are going through tragic times. Those feelings of grief are real and strong and they hurt and they're painful, but actually we're not alone during them. Actually, some people can understand our grief and people want to help when we're grieving and going through tragic times. People want to be there and and the community steps up when people are grieving. That's how it should be that the people in the community step up and help us when we're going through tragedy. So we need to also then take responsibility to be there for people. And then lastly, let's remember that God is faithful. Romans 8, 28, God works all things to the good for those according to his purpose. And, you know, we have to trust and believe that God loves us and he is there for us every step of the way. He is that voice that is going to comfort us even when we think we are alone, even when we think that no one can understand us, God is there. And you know, getting on our hands and knees and praying to God and saying, Lord, I have nothing to offer except my grief right now. That is a, that is worship. That is a way to worship God. That is a way to pray to God. So let's remember, you know, if you're going through a, a tragedy right now, that God is there and wants to talk to you, be with you. He is there and that we have to let him in, even in our hardest, darkest times, because isolating ourselves during tragedy, that comes from, you know, the master of deception, the devil. That comes from Satan to say, hey, in these times of of grief and tragedy, no one can understand. That's a lie. And we have to let God in even into our tragedy and he will transform all of our grieving and our tragedy and will resurrect it into something better. We may not understand, but it will be resurrected into something better. And that's God's promise to us. So let's remember that even in the toughest of times, God is faithful and let's lean on that. So let's lean on each other, let's lean on God, and let's lean on our humility to offer our suffering during times of tragedy. So this submarine story is really, really tragic. And, you know, it's sad. I was really sad to to see that see it. And there was this moment of hope you thought maybe they're around, but then a very, very stark um, you know, message that they weren't, that the submarine couldn't handle the pressure and um, you know, imploded. So it's it's very sad. So let's make sure that if you know these people who are suffering, you knew the the victims, that you're supporting them. On our end, let's make sure that we're praying in a special way for comfort during this time of tragedy for all those affected by um, 
the submarine passing. So let's make sure that we're praying for those affected. Um, and I wanted to talk about this because I feel like it was a good opportunity to talk about suffering and tragedy and um, this problem of evil in our world that um, and where God fits in um, because it's such a senseless tragedy that I thought that, you know, I love giving the perspective of our Catholic church on this issue. Uh, this was a good opportunity to talk about it. It stinks. Uh, grief hurts. It's terrible. It is really, really hard. Um, but we have to know that God is there through, through, through us with everything. And that even in the hardest of times that like Christ loves us and that love can bring us through and we have to, you know, hang on for dear life to that love from God. Thank you all for watching this episode and listening. I appreciate all of you. Make sure you like and subscribe. Check us out on all of our social medias. See you guys next time. Bye.